The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to talk about Fáilte Ireland and the warning that they have given that significant increases in the cost of hotel rooms are set to continue well into 2023. The head of the tourist body has written to providers accusing them of causing reputational damage to the tourism industry by charging sky-high prices. He was appearing as well before an Oireachtas committee today. Chris O'Sullivan is a Fianna Fáil TD and a member of that committee. Uh, Chris, you're welcome to the show. Uh, what had he to say uh, uh, about the charges, the prices charged, rather, by Irish hotels, particularly last summer? Yeah, it, it was a very interesting uh, session at committee yesterday. Um, a very a necessary session as well. I think there had to be a lot of truth told and a bit of honesty. You could see, or you could clearly sense there was a bit of tension uh, between uh, Falls Ireland, uh, who were represented there by Paul Kelly, and also the Irish Hotels uh, Federation. Um, you also had the um, Irish Tourism Industry Federation as well in the department, but there was clear tension because on one hand you had uh, Paul Kelly, who uh, was sending a letter to all accommodation providers warning of the reputational damage of, of, of um, price hikes or spikes, uh, as you refer to them. And on the other hand, you have the Irish Hotels Federation, who are obviously trying to represent hotels, uh, almost denying that, uh, that 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 was the case. Now, I think, you know, uh, I, I, what I feel should happen here is that the industry shouldn't take this really as a, as a slap on the wrist or a slap on the hand. They should actually listen to um, what I think a lot of members were trying to say as well, because first and foremost, the members of the committee were very, very much aware that the fact that this wasn't happening right to us throughout Ireland, right along the West Coast, down to the Southwest, right around regional Ireland, we were still getting extremely good value for money. But what was happening is in, in Dublin, in Dublin City in particular, um, on certain nights when there was very little rooms available, one, two, three, four rooms. I mean, it, it was, I suppose you could call it, you know, the market driving the prices or you could call it supply and demand. Yeah. But there was, there was extortion of prices and no one could get away from that. Now, interestingly, the Irish Hotels Federation, um, their response was quite interesting because, you know, it was quite factual in that it, we've seen uh, hotel room prices uh, on the increase right throughout Europe. But Ireland compares actually quite favourably compared to Europe. I think in some countries in Europe, you're talking a 30, 35% increase compared to pre-pandemic levels. In Ireland, it's about 80%. Yeah. So, which, so Chris, sorry, do, do you, so do you disagree with Paul Kelly from Falcha, Ireland? No, no, I think that was necessary because that's something that we'd actually asked the Irish Hotels Federation to do um, back in June when we met them when we tried to address this issue of price uh, of price spikes. We asked the Hotel Federation, could you write to your members and say this is doing reputational damage because of that very fact that for the most part, right throughout Ireland, hotels, despite all the challenges that they're going through, were giving really good rates. And it was these one-off incidents. I mean, you know, the, the stats speak for themselves. On average, uh, the hotel prices have increased less than other European countries. But you had, you know, if you do a quick search, uh, I mean, listening to news talk this morning, um, I heard a hotelier defending the price of €800 Euro in Dublin because it's St. Patrick's weekend. We need a kind of a, a bit of a reality check, check there as well. And, to, you know, I'm sure if you talk to any of the regional mm. hotels, I, I recently met with the Cork branch of the Irish Hotels Federation. You know, if you listen to them, these are, you know, family-run hotels. They respect their clients. They, they, um, they, I suppose, see the value of repeat customers. Therefore, they don't go for these. I mean, prices changes. They vary from... Yeah, and they're during the middle of the week, but we don't see those six, seven, eight hundred euro prices that that we're seeing in Dublin. So it's it's an engagement that needs to happen. I think Walter Ireland's communication is necessary. It just 
I, I would I would say that the, the the industry shouldn't take it in a kind of defensive way. Yeah, they should take it on board and well, see the value of of the reputational let, damage. That let let, let me introduce Michael Lennon, who's the general manager of the Westport Woods Hotel. Michael, do you take the criticism from Falcha Ireland in the in the spirit in which it is made? I definitely we take it uh, within the spirit. Um, I, I, I work very closely with Falcha Ireland, a very good organisation. I actually was at uh, a promotion all morning here in Westport in the Knockranny House Hotel uh, with Fault Ireland and uh, a development uh, committee that we have for Clue Bay. And uh, they've done some great work and will continue to do it. And mm. uh, we had a lot of small businesses represented. And uh, I'm also a Dublin hotelier. And uh, I would take issue that we're a rip-off uh, um, hotel organisation uh, Particularly, I'm, I'm in Drumcondra with the Skyland Hotel. I've been there for 20 years and we don't rip off people. Uh, my average room rate you, uh, in, yeah. in Dublin is, has only probably raised by about 15, 16% since 2019. And I tell you, my costs are a lot, lot higher than that. And uh, do, do you accept um, what Paul I, I Kelly's I, I, broad point, I'm sorry to cut across you, Michael, but do you accept the broad point that there was some price gouging and that that price gouging while it didn't apply across the board, it, it damages the reputation across the board. De- definitely, I would agree with Paul on that, and uh, we, we, we can't have that. Uh, there are spikes in Dublin. Uh, we, 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 we're, we, our, our rates, and, and my good father-in-law, Brian McIniff, who, who asked me to come on this call, uh, which a researcher earlier on, he, he, he couldn't make it, but he, 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 we, we, he's a footballing man. We have, beside Co Park, and every All-Ireland, any All-Ireland semi-final, and we've Northern teams coming down or Northern uh, people, we won't rip them off. And he doesn't want to get the calls in the Hollywood Hotel in Bundoran on it uh, on a Monday morning. And so we, we, we work on that. Uh, our, our prices have raised since 2019, but so has uh, well, the VAT decreased, but the VAT is going back up again next year. And I'd call on politicians to really push on that one to mm. try and keep it down because we don't want inflated prices. Uh, and, and we don't want to have a bad name internationally. But uh, as Chris has said there, we have um, uh, Dublin prices are up about 18%. But if you look at Budapest, Athens, Paris, they're all in the 30% increase since 2019. Yeah. And we favour very similarly to London and Lisbon. So I, I think um, uh, Paul is right to look at the spikes, but the spikes are not representative of and he knows that uh, of what uh, the normal hotel in mm. Dublin and around the country is doing Chris can I come back to you just for a moment on on the scheme that Minister Catherine Martin announced yesterday whereby um all these short-term lets are going to be have to registered with Falcha Ireland if you're renting out your property for more than three weeks and the the assumption is that about 12,000 units short term units will become available in the long term rental market and I think listen most people on balance think that is the, the, the outcome we want to see uh, given the, the, the acute nature of the housing crisis it will push up the demand on hotels and B&Bs and guest houses next summer won't it? I mean if you're taking, if you're taking away 12,000 there's going to be massive demand for what's left there is, but I think you're right. You, you said it there at the outset yourself, Kieran. This is about finding balance, and you know, uh, along with climate change, probably the greatest challenge that this government faces is trying to address uh, housing shortages. Mm. And rental, um, the rates of rent have have skyrocketed, and it's really down to the lack of availability. So, 
it is certainly hope that this measure will bring uh, long-term rental property back into the market. Yeah. But I think actually, if you if you again the, the the discussion was very interesting yesterday. There was broad support from the uh, tourism sector for this measure, especially from the hotel and accommodation sector, because it certainly provides that level playing field. The, the need to register, the requirement now to register, that's not there. Uh, and there isn't a level playing field out there amongst um, accommodation providers, some of whom may not necessarily have planning permission mm. for for the likes of Airbnb. So. I think I think there, there, there's. I, I get your point, Kieran. It's absolutely. It's yeah, I, I, I think it's it's probably a price people would be willing to pay, but we should acknowledge that the price is probably going to be an actual increase in 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 costs, isn't it? it? Is, if, uh, if you if you reduce supply and demand is, is is the same next year as it was this year, prices will go up. Yeah, and and I think that was the forecast um, that was predicted uh, by I think the uh, Irish uh, Tourism Industry Federation had quite a. a interesting report um, they touched on a few things they touched on the fact that they expected prices to increase in 2023 they also actually uh, because Michael mentioned the VAT rate they expect that if the VAT rate does go ahead and it does increase to 13.5% they quoted a figure um, which uh, based on a report done by consultants that there may be up to 22,000 job losses for something that I think we as government and certainly Michael McGrath who's my party colleague who will be taking on the role of Minister of Finance really needs to look at carefully and perhaps okay. We, we go ahead with that decision but uh, look the, the, the other obviously item that was discussed yesterday was the amount of hotels that are being used for uh, humanitarian uh, accommodation which is absolutely vital because let's face it the other options aren't there at the moment but uh, I Yeah and, and I know there's a, a, a push on from government to, to source other forms of accommodation and modular housing and the like so we'll have to see how that goes into the spring as the hotels begin to get busier Chris O'Farrell Fianna Fáil TD thank you for your time thank you as well to Michael Lennon General Manager of the Westport Woods Hotel The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.